0: yo yo yo. what's up my fucking horror movie motherfuckers happy friday man happy fucking friday love friday man because that means the weekend is coming or it's here for some people but yeah man i hope everybody's had a great week as always hope you have an even better weekend Uh, because I really want you to watch this movie that we are getting ready to review today. Uh, first, uh, I want to talk about a few a few movies that uh, we have watched. Uh, when I say we, me and my me and my wife have watched, and uh, man, they they are actually good fucking movies. Uh, Smile is one of them. It it was oh man like a psychological twist uh, horror uh, just man just fucking crazy crazy movie but I really dug it like it was a it was, like I said a lot of twists and turns and and stuff that I didn't see coming and my everybody who watches movies with me like. I'll call that shit out. You know, I, I'll be the first one. Oh, that's the killer, or that's the person, you know, this and that. But this one, I really couldn't get a hold of, man. It was it, it was fucking, it threw me off that much. But highly recommended, man. Highly fucking recommended. Uh, it's, it, yeah, definitely, man. Check it out. I think right now it is on peak or uh not peacock um paramount and as well as uh, scream the new scream love i mean man dug the fuck out of that the new scream is definitely worth watching because i again Plot turns, twists, you know, you don't really know who the fuck the killer is. Um hold on, let me get let me get a little shitiated here. Hold on, I gotta move my table. My big ass feet. Oh. Alright, man. Yeah, in the words of Burt Bert Kreisner, sometimes sometimes you just gotta let your shit breathe, man. open my fucking legs. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, definitely, Scream was fucking amazing. Like, I I loved it, man. Jenna Ortega, she she played a hell of a part. And uh, uh, what is the other girl's name? Barrera. Uh, But, man, fucking beautiful. Beautiful, man, just amazing. But uh, other than that, (laughs) other than that, I mean, the fucking movie was good. I definitely recommend watching it, man. Anaji, welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show. Hope you have a gre- had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh talking about a couple of movies that just came out, Smile and uh no problem, brother. No problem. Uh we're talking about Smile. Now we're talking about the new Scream. <clears throat> With Scream 6, I guess it would be. Um, Also, man, if you get a chance, and I I believe it is on, I I think it's on Paramount as well, but it's the Deep House. Fucking crazy. Uh, Like a couple goes, wants to go scuba diving to uh, just look at this lake in, you know, overseas somewhere. I think it's in France or something, but gets led to this Other part of the lake that is abandoned and had been, they say there's a perfectly preserved house down there. So they go down, they check that shit out, man, let me tell you, it is a fucking trip. So guys, this weekend, man, if y'all get a chance, check out Smile, definitely check out the new Scream and go check out the Deep House. It is, I mean, it's fucking wild, again, with a lot of twists and turns, like you don't know what the fuck's going on. So, (laughs) now, we're going to get into what we're going to review today, and it is the the 1988 classic Fright Night 2. Uh, and it is. It is. Uh, there's a couple of Fright Night twos. Actually, there's uh one that came out in I want to say 2015, 2006, something like that. Don't don't quote me, but Google it. You you can Google it get, It'll it'll show you. And uh, but it it's got a new. It has a new Charlie Brewster and all this stuff and Evil Ed, but it, it just it isn't like this one. This this Fright Night Two has the same same actors, um uh, and it and it's a sequel. It picks up right out you know, right where that left off. And I I love it. I thought the fucking movie was amazing ever since eighty eight when i first seen it because it it literally it picks right up after the the first one and how it picks up is now charlie brewster he is in college and he's met this girl and she's his little you know his little love interest and she's super intelligent or whatever (laughs) and uh but does not, like, thinks he's fucking crazy about the whole thing with the vampires. And uh, I think her name is Alex, but he's seen a psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist has told him that it's all just a myth, that um, Jerry Dandridge was not a vampire. He was a uh, psycho killer, deranged lunatic. Uh, stuff, shit like that, you know. Uh, but if shit like that would have happened to me, like I'm one of them motherfuckers. Like I'm Saint Louis. I'm Show Me. You know what I'm saying, Missouri. I'm the Show Me State. You know, if I see the shit firsthand, you you're not gonna be able to tell me any fucking other way, any other way that <laughs> it did not happen. And but that's what basically charlie lets himself believe that it was it was just a mass mind fuck that that you know jerry dandridge wasn't a vampire and after going through all that shit man it's like he even pushes off peter vincent uh he takes his girlfriend to go visit peter in the first of the movie peter vincent and peter vincent is telling these stories and tries to explain to Alex, you know, that, that the shit is real, and Miss Skeptic, she's, you know, studying psychiatry and all that, and she's like, no, it's it's all in your mind, you know, quit fucking with my boyfriend, and, and I, I can't believe that dude is letting, like, letting this bitch talk him out of what he's seen, because I don't give a fuck who, who, Nobody can convince me otherwise. Like if that shit really happened to me, no, you're not gonna convince me otherwise. I would, I would, I would leave everybody the fuck alone and wait for the next one to come along, because she is coming, and it comes in this one. So as Charlie and uh, Alex are visiting Peter, Charlie looks out the window and sees a crew moving in what looks like coffins and in, in wooden crates. And they're moving them in, and he doesn't really see who is moving in, but he, he sees the entourage. So as he's leaving, he goes downstairs, and he, he's waiting in the lobby, and they all come in, and it's Regine and regine is uh this fine fucking dime piece bitch like i mean gorgeous uh it was played by julie Carmen, um and st- still to 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 t- till today or today she is still gorgeous but she is a uh has turned into a uh like a meditation guru uh, in real life and stuff, but in this movie, she man, she does a fucking excellent job, excellent job. And she she comes in, you know, Charlie Caesar. He, he, you know, she's striking, beautiful. Got her little crew with her, uh, Bosworth, who is played by Brian Thomas, uh, Bella, who is played by Russell Clark. Uh, now, Brian Thomas has been in all kinds of fucking movies. He was the bad guy, and Cobra, uh, like, just, uh, there's so many, get on there, you got it, Google him, check him out, Uh, but, again, man, just, uh, I was trying to pull up some, but, uh, yeah, like, he was in Mortal Kombat, Lionheart, with Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, Dragonheart, Jason and the Ar- uh, Argonauts, uh, been in a bunch of movies, but again, Brian Thompson is the guy who plays Bosworth, uh, Bella is the the creepy fucking vampire uh, that has fucking hair that looks like flock of seagulls, then you have Louie, who is John Grise, of course John Grise is fucking Uncle Rico. Uh, he played played the vampire or uh, played the werewolf in Monster Squad, and the thing about John Grice part is, I always thought he was a fucking werewolf in this movie because he comes in the form of a wolf. But later on, I, as we, you know, as I talk, we'll kind of break that down. But I, I, I don't think he's a werewolf. Um, but anyway, he sees them get going in or whatever and goes to his, and ends up going back to his little, his dorm room. And he hears, he's sleeping. hears a knock on the door. looks out and it's Regine. And he's like freaking the fuck out. He's like, "Oh my god! Like, what in the fuck?" And she's, you know, he opens up the door, and she's like, "Uh, you're not Charlie." And uh, he slams the door and starts again, like getting himself ready. So she starts walking off, and he opens the door, and he's like, "Yes, I am. I'm I'm Charlie. I'm you know I'm Charlie." And she's like, "What? you, You know?" Are you Charlie, um, whatever the guy's last name is supposed to be her her cousin? And he's like, no, I'm Charlie Brewster. And she's like, you got a light? And comes in and, you know, lets her into his his dorm room and she lights her her cigarette for her. And uh, Charlie cuts himself earlier, earlier on getting ready for his little date with Alex uh, just to cut. And it's like right on the fucking jugular, you know what I mean? Like who the fuck shaves their jugular, first of all? I mean, I don't really I don't, I don't even know if I got hair up on my jugular. But um uh, so he cuts that and he puts a band-aid over it or whatever and uh so back to where Regine is in in the room, she's she's talking to him, kinda of flirting with him, telling him he's got a pretty mouth and all this shit <laughs> and uh starts making out with it. And so as they're making out, she peels off the Band-Aid, and there goes her fangs. And, of course, Charlie can't see this because she's kissing on his neck and shit and runs one little thing over that cut. And, you know, that's the thing about vampire bats is that if when they bite you, if they have a some kind of toxin that, that numbs skin. So whatever animal that they're feeding on can't, can't feel it. And that's what it does to Charlie. And so like he turns around and looks and sees regime with these fucking vampire eyes and the fangs. And then he wakes up like it's a fucking dream. And I mean, me myself, a hey, bitch bite me. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, I invite you to bite me, <laughs> cause man, she is so fucking bad. Like uh, you know, again, Julie Carmen uh, to this day is is still absolutely gorgeous, and uh, I loved her. Loved her in this movie, and she's been in quite a few other movies. But uh... so, at right after this, uh, he wakes up from the dream. Alex his little girlfriend is knocking on the door and so he gets up and he runs and he goes get it goes get his fucking uh crucifix or um I think it's uh i think it's rosary beads is what he grabs and has it in his hand opens up the door and it's Alex and he throws the rosary beads in his little robe that he covers up with and stuff and she comes in talking to him and Basically trying to tell him, you know, that she she's, she doesn't really believe what his stories and what he's scared of with the vampires and stuff, but she's willing to listen. And uh, so Charlie, you know, he, he, he goes, he's trying to figure out what the fuck regime is. And as he pulls up, his roommate. Richie and i i don't know it merit uh budrick i i don't, he's played in a few things, but again it's uh merit B-U-T-R-I-C-K, so y'all can look it up on Google and uh, check out what all he's be he's in so uh, you know Richie's telling him that he he's got this thing that he's got to go to this this party or whatever and he needs to borrow a tie. He, you know, they, they argue about the tie. So Charlie pulls up, follows him to this get together. And he sees that Richie is with Regine and her little crew. And so he kind of stays around and watches and sees what is going on. And as he's watching through the window, they got Richie all laid out, man, and uh, Bella, the uh, the skating vampire, because this motherfucker has has got skates on the entire movie. And uh, actually, one of the times it shows Bella attack or feed, I mean, freaked me the fuck out because it's man, it's foggy. Uh, it's this Asian girl. She's she dropped her books, and this motherfucker comes skating down out of the fog, and it's really fucking creepy. It really is, man. It's it's uh, for especially for '88. Like man, they they done a hell of a job. So back to Richie. They got Richie sprawled out on this little couch or what have you, and it that Bella he bites. Uh, Richie on the neck and Regime bites him on the wrist. So that's it, you know. Like Charlie is, you can't tell, you can't tell, dude. Shit, excuse me. So he runs straight to Peter Vincent and he's he's telling him, you know, he's like, Peter, it's going, it's happening again. Like there's fucking vampires. Get your shit. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get them. And you know Peter Vincent's just kind of like, you know, Charlie, calm down. You know, the last time I talked to you, you were real cool and calm and your little uh Super Sam Jr. What's up, man? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're talking about Friday Night 2, or 1988, excuse me. Uh but so he's t- he's trying to convince Peter that you know that it's happening again. So Peter's like, "Okay, you know, so he gets dressed, he, he, he gets his shit, and they go to this, um, this, I guess, like a hotel, uh, and they walk in, and it's a party, it's uh, fucking dozens of people, and the guy who opens the door, like, he tries to act like a vampire, he's got these vampire teeth, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my sound effect, man, so. Uh, and Peter Vincent fucking covers his face, like pusses out, and Charlie, you know, pulls out his cross, dude's like, hey, you know, and he drops his fangs out of his teeth, he's like, y'all chill out, you know, like, it's it's just for fun, guys, and, you know, uh, Peter's like, see, Charlie, it's just a, it's just a, a show, you know, it's a party. So they go in, and they see Regine come out to the classic Fright Night music, and she does this performance, and she she has, already has, a grip on Charlie because of the, you know, the little slash to the neck when they were making out with her, a little, a little fang, you know, he got fanged, he didn't get fucked. Well, I guess he got fanged, then he's fucked, <laughs> but... Uh, so she's already got a little hold on it and so as she's doing her performance she changes in the performance and he pulls out his little rosary beads and she she knocks them away and like vamps out and so you know Charlie's like hip, hypnotized and just brought in like you know how vampires are supposedly supposed to do uh and so the performance is over with and she leans down like she's taking out her contacts and the things and hands them to Bella, the, her little buddy and her little roller skating buddy and walks up and this chick comes up and asks for an autograph and, you know, says she's a performing artist. And, you know, and Charlie's like, oh, it's it's all it's a costume. Like, you know, she's she's doing it for an act. Like, fuck, I feel dumb. And of course, Peter Vincent, same thing. He's he's like, Oh man, you know, we were wrong. Well, Charlie remembers that he has this this date with Alex, that he has to go meet Alex and he takes off. So Peter Vincent is there and he lives in the same building as Regine and he does the old Fright Night thing, pulls out his little cigarette case, and looks in the mirror, and no reflection. So, of course, Peter Vincent trips the fuck out, He, he gets his way out of the party, runs out into the hallway, and there's Regine. And she's like, Basically tells him that she is Jerry Dandridge's sister. That Jerry Dandridge was a thousand years old when you spilled his blood. And she's not going to kill Peter Vincent, but she wants to torture Charlie for eternity. For as long as she lives, she wants Charlie to be her little, little vamp slave. And so Peter realizes that she's, you know a vampire pulls a cross on her and she's like, you know, we over the centuries, one has become numb to the trappings and, you know, he realizes that shit is not going to work. So scares him, scares Peter Vincent. He fucking runs off and he's trying to convince, you know, he goes to Charlie and he's telling, Charlie, you know, look, I seen it, it was not a show, man, this shit is real, they are back, and Alex is there, and she she's basically cuts him off, and, and tells him that no, you're not gonna fuck Charlie's mind up, and get him back on that whole vampire tip, and when she really doesn't know that Charlie's already almost a vampire. He's reacting different to light. He's wearing these sunglasses, kind of like uh, Once Bitten with Jim Carrey, which was another one of my favorite little comedy vampire movies. It, it, it was just funny, uh, but uh, so and you know, so Alex tells her, you know, he tells him, he's like, you know, we're we're not going. We're we're not we're not believing this shit, and. Peter Vincent gets butt hurt, and he he leaves. So, Charlie, like, is going through this transformation phase, and they put Louie, which is Uncle Rico, John Grice, puts him on Alex to get a hold of her, to bite her. And, again, this is where it comes into play, that I'm like, I thought he was a fucking werewolf. So why is he going to bite her? What is that going to do? And so as as she's waiting at this little thing, this uh, opera that she was supposed to meet or Charlie was supposed to meet her for, he he doesn't show up. And Uncle Rico shows up, uh, Louie. And he's like, well, hey, you know, if you, if your boyfriend's not showing up, I'd love to take or go with you. And Charlie never shows up because he's busy trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with him. Trying to, you know, figure out what the fuck. Like, I can't. I, I'm I'm trying to eat. A, he tries to eat a piece of fucking pizza, and the chick's like, in my secret, a whole clove of garlic, and he spits it out starts you know tripping the fuck out so um so uncle rico goes in with her you know has his little date and as he comes out uh bosworth brian thompson tells him he's like you were supposed to bite her on the neck and he's like i'm not thirsty right now (laughs) and so he he sees the you know he sees charlie uh and he's like, oh, that's the boyfriend. Because uh, another date that they set, Charlie's supposed to meet her at the library. And gets caught up in some other shit. Like, dude goes bowling. And because the doctor told him, to his psychiatrist told him to go bowling for therapy. Which, I, my psychiatrist, they told me to never go fucking bowling. Never. So, but anyhow... uh it, it, it gets to where it's just, like, Louis, he he meets uh, Alex in the uh, library and approaches her again, you know. Like, you know, where's your boyfriend? He stands up again? And she's like, no, he's coming. He's coming. And so he's like, well, if he doesn't show up, you know, I'll always study with you. Or I can always, you know, hang out with you while you study. And she's like, no, he's coming. He's coming. So, rolls over and it's kind of got two stories going at the same time in this movie. Because you have Charlie dealing with his shit. We also have Roddy McDowell, Peter Vincent, dealing with his shit. Because he knows there is a vampire. You know, he knows they're back. And he's trying to... Convince people, so they fire him from Fright Night. They fire Peter Vincent from Fright Night, and he's he he runs on the set and he's trying to tell them, you know, like, oh, vampires exist. That you know, it's it's happening again, and they're like, you know, no, man, like we we've already replaced you, and they've replaced him with Regine, and Regine is. Basically took over Fright Night. And as he's making this big fuss and everything, they they lock him up and he he goes in, he's uh they think he's crazy, so they got the white coats coming after him and shit. And the funny one of the funniest fucking parts in the movie is when Peter Vincent goes into the crazy house and uh he, he's like and I can say crazy house because you know, I, I am crazy on paper, but <laughs> he, you know, he goes in and like this. This dude, with long hair, he's like, "Oh, you're Peter Vincent, the great vampire killer," <laughs> and he's like, "I, I believe you." And uh, so, Alex is she goes to her mentor, uh, which is actually. Charlie's psychiatrist as well goes to him and she's trying to tell him, you know, what's going on with Charlie. What should she do? And they meet and they're riding around in the car, her and her her psychiatrist mentor. And they pull up to this these railroad tracks. And as they're talking, the doctor turns his head and he turns back and he's a fucking vampire. Uh, and the doctor is, the psychiatrist is is Dr. Harrison, played by Ernie Sabella, which has been, he's been in a quite a few movies. Again, you know, Google him, check him out. Um, so he turns into a vampire. And she tries to get out of the car, ends up getting out of the car, running down the, uh, you know, run, trying to run from him. And he appears like Jerry Dandridge did in the first part, just out of nowhere walks around, he walks around the corner of this little uh, bridge and he's smoking a pipe. And, uh, so he's right up on her and tries to bite her. And she picks up this, I, I guess, uh, just a, a, wood, uh, just a piece of big, big fucking wood or timber and smacks him with it, breaks. And he comes after her again and she stabs him, and stabs him in the heart or whatever. And he's like, "Oh, he's like, man, that really hurts." <laughs> so you know, there's a little comedy to it, which is you know pretty cool. So he he knows he's fucked up. He tries to pull. He tries to pull it out. Then he's like, "Fuck it," you know. So he falls on it and it kills him. So Alex, she knows what's up now. And so she goes, and she's trying to get a hold of Peter Vincent. Well, Peter Vincent has already been—he's been taken away, and they arrested Charlie. Honestly, I can't even remember what they arrested him for. It's been—it's been like that long since I've seen the fucking movie. But um, he is in jail as well. So, uh, but. She wants to bail Charlie out and Mr. and Peter Vincent. So she asked for Charlie and the guy, the cop tells her, well, you're too late. Somebody's done came and got him. And She's like, who? And, he, you know, he's like, I don't know, but I, I could tell you one thing. She's definitely not from around here. So Regine has Charlie. So she wants Peter Vincent to get him out. And she's like, uh, you're too late there, too. What do you mean? She's like, they done carried him off to the mental hospital. So she uses her doctor, her doctor's, uh, her mentor's identification and his his look his cards that say that he's a psychiatrist or whatever, and goes to the mental hospital and tries to get Peter Vincent out. Well, the old the old lady, one of the nurses, she's like, you know, you're you're too you're not a psychiatrist, you're too young. So Gal breaks it down like. I, I I've been to such and such all day, you know, I've done this. I talked to Jumper down <laughs> and shows her all of the cards. So the teacher lets you know, or the, the nurse lets her in. Uh she goes to Peter and tries to get him out or whatever, and this little crazy dude helps everybody, you know, or helps Peter get out. And it's it's hilarious how he does it. So but so they they get Peter out and they go to the hotel or I guess it's a hotel apartment, efficiency apartments or whatever, where Regina's is staying and also Peter Vincent lives. They go there and as they, they go in, they see Charlie. They uh, see that he is... He's fucked up. He's white. Uh even tries to bite Alex and they take this robe or something, you know, from, from the church and wrap it around him. <coughs> and instantly, uh, like calms calms Charlie down, kinda of turns back. Now, I'm gonna go back a little bit because we gotta talk about how their her little ghouls get knocked the fuck off and John cries first he he's in the library with Alex and this is before Charlie gets locked up Charlie's in there with her studying he ends up showing up and they're watching Fright Night and they see that Regine is on there and they He's got to go stop her. Charlie tries to stop her. I think that's what gets him gets him arrested initially. But he runs into Louis John Grise, and he's like, basically, you got a problem, motherfucker, and starts changing. His eyes start changing, but he forms into this fucking this wolf again. Like you know, I'm like, I thought he was a fucking werewolf, and so as as charlie meets alex in the library he's read she's reading like speed reading bram stoker's dracula and you know reads the whole book so as charlie and uncle rico <laughs> louis are are fighting and they're you know he's trying to bite him and shit uh charlie had brought Alex some roses to apologize for standing her up at the opera. Well she takes these roses and puts it in dude's in uh, Uncle Rico's mouth. And he's he's fully wolf the fuck out. You know, he's a werewolf or whatever and puts it in his mouth and you know, fucking catches his ass on fire and he takes off running and jumps out a fucking window. And I was just, you know, I was so fucking confused. Like, man, I've never heard of roses fucking with a werewolf. And Alex says she reads it in the book, the Bram Stoker's book. And I've read that fucking book. I've seen the movie. Nowhere in there does it say anything about a fucking rose killing a werewolf. And he's like, you read the book. And she was like, yeah, you know, I read the book about the roses. And I, I, I didn't get that. But it does say the the legend is that roses are given to ward off evil. Uh, they can also keep away vampires. Vampires. So the, the big thing on the Internet is, was Louis a werewolf? or was he a vampire and to come down to it, Louie is not a werewolf. Uncle Rico is not a werewolf. He is a vampire that transforms because it says they can transform into a wolf bat, uh, shape shift, you know, all this, whatever. And that's what he truly is. Is he, he is a vampire that chooses to change into a wolf. And, uh, so while they're in there they they run into Louie again while they I say Alex and Peter Vincent while they're in there to rescue Charlie they run into to Louie and they uh, Peter Vincent shoots him with this wood arrow and he falls out the window and he lands in the water and That's another thing that always threw me off. Like, you know, a wooden stake does not kill a fucking werewolf. And he's like, good, he's like, bullseye, dude, and dies. So, that's the demise of Louie. So, Bella, the the skating vampire, is, you know, comes out and tries to attack them, and then you have Bosworth, which is he's not, I guess he would be, um, a ghoul, uh, the, the day watchman that watches over and protects him, but he's also a, uh, oh man, uh, Renfield, cause he eats bugs, <laughs> like the motherfucker, like he eats, like he'll, he'll catch them and he'll say the type of bug it is and then he'll eat that motherfucker, so, Bella and Bosworth's demise kind of come hand in hand because as Bella Bella is about to bite uh, Peter Vincent, he has his claws out and Charlie takes his claws and puts them into this Bosworth and rips his stomach open and all these bugs start coming out and shit and dude deflates and it's just it's kind of crazy you know but uh it, again it was cool for 1988 and it was so they they wrapped this uh the thing that was wrapped around charlie they wrap around that bella and it it's crazy. he melts he's fucked up he he's he fuck kills his ass and so then they then they have to deal with Regine and you know Regine is like you know I I'm tells them that she's going to torture Charlie for eternity and it's going to be it's going to be a slave and you know that shit wouldn't go over nowadays because that's human trafficking that's kidnapping you know what i mean but uh, anyhow they get an idea on her to uh, try to get her in the sun, and it's a bit, and it's it's a bunch of good effects, man. She turns into a bat um, while they're trying to keep Charlie from changing into a vampire, and she's kind of using that hypnotic thing that vampires do to lure Charlie on her side. Uh, Peter Vincent. You know hits her with the little uh, honestly, I forgot what it was. you got to watch it fucking plot it out man but makes her makes her run she wants to go hide and she shoots down this elevator shaft into the elevator and so they uh, Alex and Charlie and they you know they get into the elevator and they're going they're trying to chase her down and she's digging through to get down to the basement where her coffin is and finally starts coming up through the top and when she gets through the top Peter Vincent it's daylight upstairs where he is so he breaks this mirror and shines the light down there and she takes off and it's 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 it's, it's a cool fucking ending a lot you know a lot of effects a lot of kind of corny effects but then again it was not cg shit it was you know hand animated it was made by hand animation and uh, so i think they did a great i did a great job on it i, I really do i think they did an awesome job on uh, some of the effects and yeah again i think it was it, it, it was cool and they Prevail, and uh, Charlie is together. You know they they kill Regina uh, again. You're gonna have to watch it to see how that goes. Uh, so after that, it shows Charlie and Alex laying out in uh, in the yard on a on a blanket, uh, and they're like reading this little uh, journal. I guess that Charlie has put together and telling the story. And she's like, I, she's like, I, I was there, you know, I believe it. She was like, but who is going to believe us? Who the fuck is going to believe us? And that's the whole thing. so Peter Vincent gets back Friday night and he, you know, he's like, we're gonna take a break from the vampires because we've had enough, isn't that right, Charlie? And they, he opens up with some alien monster movie or, or some shit like that. But uh, so, yeah, and I like that's that's kind of how it ends out, and it's, you know, it's it's a cool little ending, you know, it's, it's it was good. But I, I really I really liked how they done everything. I liked how the story went i uh, I liked how you, you know the the all the characters played their part which that that'll come into when i when i you know kind of rank the movie and grade it or whatever it is <laughs> but uh matter but before we do that I'm looking up at the at the clock and it is smoke fucking thirty guys. Smoke 30, and everybody knows what that means. If you listen, um, it is a time to sit back, smoke some weed, reflect, and listen to this jam that I'm about to, I'm, to rent? Yeah, yes. groceries and bills. after I'm this commercial. Up to huh. 1, All right. And during the smoke break, man, we're going to be bumping my homeboy, Reese, uh, and it's RE6. Got a new, got a new single out. It's called Change On Me. Fucking dope. Ridiculous, man. I, I love this cat, man. He's, he's like my family. Uh, much love. He's hell of an artist. And fixing to do big things. So, you'll be listening to him. Uh, he was, he used to be Jelly Rose bodyguard. Uh, much, you know, shout out to Jelly, man. Like, pro, we're proud of you, man, in Nashville. That's my nephew, uh. Not just cause he's my nephew, but and he's doing he's doing the thing. He's 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 doing it right. He really is, man. Super proud of him. So while I smoke this, I'm actually gonna be smoking some fucking rosin today. I'm gonna be smoking some some good rosin and uh it is from Dr. P. So Dr. P, I appreciate you from parts unknown. And uh so while I do that. I want you guys to check out my homeboy Reese. Look him up on YouTube or Googling RE, the number six. While I smoke this fucking fire ass rosin. <laughs> Ooh, woo all right man again man that was my that was my homeboy Reese, RE6 Go googling, man. Check his shit out. He's got a YouTube page. Uh, I apologize for the movie review, man. I'm ha- having kind of a rough morning uh, for the new people chiming in. Uh, I-, I do suffer from severe PTSD, social anxiety, and severe agoraphobia, uh, which I don't leave my house, basically, you know, is agoraphobia. Uh, but, yeah, just kind of having a rough morning. And as always, you know, we were always, t- we, we talk about mental health, very, very, you know, respectfully talk about mental health because mental health can do a lot of things. You know, your, your mentality, uh, if it's, you know, traumatized in any way, it, it really can fuck with your life, your whole life, uh, your, your job, your home life, your sex life, uh a lot of things and it you know so we we are very uh, awake to uh, you know eyes open i don't want to use woke i hate that fucking term but you know we are uh, our eyes are open uh, to mental health issues uh, again because like i said it, it can alter and control your entire life and your surroundings you know people don't understand what you're going through um, or won't understand what you're going through. Think that you can just overcome whatever and I'll oh, get over it, man. Well, motherfucker, you try walking in the shoes of that person and see how it is. So no, we always encourage everybody at this, you know, after the little smoke break, reach out to somebody you think is having a bad fucking day. Reach out to them and tell them, man, Hey, just want you to know I'm thinking about you, man. I love you. Uh, let let the person know that they matter, that you care and they fucking matter, man, because they do uh, just because, you know, they're they're off. I mean, would you would you criticize somebody who has cancer? No. Again, you know, uh, cancer comes from something that, you know, we can't help or, or you know, that with things that we do to our body. But with mental health, it's. Some things that, you know, that have happened in our life. Some we have seen or been through or experienced. I mean, it's just, it's very, very, uh, important, man, just to reach out. Let, let that person know, man, that, she, that you're thinking about them. Cause it could, it could change their whole day. It can change their whole mind frame. It really, you know, it really can. And, uh, so yeah, we encourage y'all to do that, man. So now we're going to go into, uh, rating this movie uh on the filmography this first thing we're gonna do man filmography uh it's it was good i mean i i, I loved i loved the way it was shot uh very uh very creative uh, loved how they put the story together for the sequel to uh still include jerry dandridge with you know chris sarandon <clears throat> um yeah, they, they did a great job with her being his sister and coming back for revenge, you know. And and it's not like the other Fright Night 2 where it really doesn't pick up off any of that shit at all. Uh, so, but yeah, you know, I, I definitely like it, man. So, I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and give that, I, I'm going I'm to go with a nine on that. Uh, cinematography, uh, again, just... Uh, Good, well written. Um, it would, yeah. Every everything, the little plot twists um, to her being his sister. Like you never hear Chris Sarandon's name, Jerry Dandridge, until she reveals herself. So that's you know that that, that was kind of cool. Uh, the characters. Um, well, let me rate cinematography first. I'm going to give it I'm going to give that an 8. Uh again, it, it's a, it's a sequel, but you know, it's it was done it was done good, but again they they're coming off of a sequel, so uh yeah, I will give it an 8. Uh characters. The characters, man, everybody again that you know, they brought uh, Charlie back. They brought uh Peter Vincent back. They added uh, you know, regime, which is Jerry Dandridge's sister. Uh, everybody played their part. The new ghouls, uh, like Uncle Rico, uh, the Bella, the uh, the other dude, the Bosworth, or whatever. I mean, he, you know, he kind of played his his a pretty good role too. And I mean, yeah, they did a good job. With the characters. So, every, you know, I think everybody played their part, man. So, um, I'm going to give it a nine. Um, special effects. Special effects on this, man, for 88. I'm going to go, I mean, I, I think this shit was cool. I mean, some of it uh, where, where Jean is dancing and doing her intro to Fright Night. It, it was kind of crazy because she doesn't even look like herself so i i really didn't like that but uh from the you know the the werewolf or whatever the the wolf vampire that uh, you know uh, louis was looked cool uh there's even a part where he's crawling up the wall and has his fingers in the door or in the window seal and alex comes out shuts the window and breaks all of his nails off and makes him fall. So yeah, it, was, it was pretty hilarious. Uh, that Bella character scary as fuck, like just creepy. And, um, so yeah, man, I, I, I think, I think the special effects on everybody, man was, was, was pretty good. So, you know, we we'll, for, for that, let's go 8.5. We'll give it 8.5. Um, the music score uh of course they use you know the original fright night music um i I liked it I liked how they <clears throat> um, when it shows the monster getting close or something's about to happen you know it's it's scored it's scored pretty good for again for nineteen eighty eight i mean they did a they did a great job so I'm gonna give it a nine uh, sound quality <clears throat> again, sound quality for the eighties. I mean, it's not the, the, you know, uh, well, what, what is it? Um, hi-fi, um surround sound, you know, eight, uh, any of that, you know, but for what it was, it was good. <clears throat> so, you know, sound quality, uh, we'll, we'll go with eight, uh, scares it it's not really a i guess a super horror movie you know like you're not going to jump and be like what the fuck you know and that that's what i call a scare like if it makes me jump then yeah that's a fucking scare because i don't jump easily I might be mentally throwed off, motherfucker, but I don't jump. I don't scare easily, <laughs> so I'm more of a fight than flight person. So, uh, but it, you know, anywhere on, on the scares, uh, man, I'm kind of gonna pass that back, that because it it just it wasn't that really that that type of movie. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and skip that, man. Entertainment value, super entertaining. Like from the beginning to end, uh, it gives you a cool story to follow off of. If you've seen the original Fright Night, definitely gives you something good to follow off of. Uh, and I, I was very entertained. I think you will be too if you haven't seen it. Uh, again, it it is a definite watch, and you can watch it. You can watch it on YouTube for free. All you got to do is type uh, Fright Night Two, nineteen eighty eight. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me grab me a drink, man. Wow, I've really got cotton mouth. Whoo, <clears throat> Man, dude. I got to spit a fucking cotton field right now. Whew. Hold on just a second. Oh, man. <clears throat> Good grief. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that, but it does happen does happen especially when you're smoking some fire ass rosin. <laughs> so yeah, entertainment value um I I'm, I'm going to give it a 9. I mean, it it's it, it's good. I mean, I, I I watch it. Uh you know, I try to watch it a couple times a year when I can. When I can. So uh I I, I actually do not own this movie. I have like thousands of DVDs, and, and I'm not lying. You can ask my wife. Like we have literally boxes and boxes because we still haven't had a, got a shelf that's able to hold or shelves to hold all of our DVDs. So, uh, but I don't have this one, so I got to get this fucking movie, man. But um, yeah, entertainment value, man. Yeah, nine. Uh, rewatch value. Man, yeah, like I said, you know, I I, I rewatch it. Um, try to watch it around Halloween. That's you know that's, but you know sometimes I get a wild hair up my ass and I'm like, shit, let's watch Friday Night too. <laughs> and again, I don't own it, so I go to YouTube, and YouTube has a lot of good movies for free. So don't sleep on YouTube, and they're not cams. This one is not a cam. It's not HD, uh, but it is a very good DVD rip on YouTube. So if you if you can't find it on any of the uh, streaming sites or apps, definitely go to YouTube. They have got it. Again, <clears throat> type in Fright Night 2, 1988. Because they do have another one that was made, like, like I said, late two thousands, and it was all right. It just uh, it, it was it wasn't what I was looking for uh, for it to be Fright Night two. I'm thinking sequel, you know, like Halloween two, like that's a fucking sequel. It picks right up on the same night. So uh, this. Again, you know, this one is, is definitely the sequel for the original Fright Night. And yeah, the rewatch value, I, I I'm gonna give it a nine. Uh, nine and a half. Fuck that. I'm gonna give it a nine and a half. And but definitely guys, uh if you can't if you don't have it, if you have not seen it, man, go see this fucking movie. Rent it, borrow it, buy it, stream it. Watch that motherfucker. It is it is definitely worth it a hundred percent. And if you do not agree with it, if if you don't if you don't think it was up to par and you disagree with the rating, uh, man, hit us up. Hit us up, send us an email. You can email us at thehorrormoviehoodreview at gmail.com. Or horror review at gmail.com. Because again, we've had that since the beginning of the show, so don't really want to get rid of it, but it's all good. You can also go to our TikTok. Uh, we have a TikTok page, and again, it's The Horror Movie Hood Review uh, for TikTok. We have an Instagram, The Horror Movie Hood Review, our Facebook, The Horror Movie Hood Review. Everything is The Horror Movie Hood Review. And send us a message, man send a, a message and let us know what you think about the podcast. Uh if there's anything we need to take away, we've been you know been doing it over a year, uh, actually about a year and a half, I guess. And uh but yeah, you know something that we we need to add or if you got a movie that you've seen that you would like us to review. Always down for that. Always down for that. Um we actually got a- asked to review Hobo with a Shotgun. <laughs> And uh, so it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be pretty good. I mean, so I'm gonna check it out, and I'm I might do a review on that one. So uh, I probably more more than likely will. But for this one, man, like I said, all together, we're we're gonna give Fright Night a a nine, a solid nine. And yeah, man, check it out. It is definitely fucking worth it, man. There's there's uh, if you're looking for a sequel to it, that's the one you need to go to if you've seen the original Fright Night. So, uh, now's the time, man. I gotta give my people a fucking shout out. You know, let them know with we, we much love for sponsoring us. So, our sponsor, we're gonna start off with the Wildwood Reserve Barbershop, Murfreesboro, Tennessee all right you want to and if you're around that area you want to go check them out they're at 1330 northwest broad street or if you are not you can go get some of their product you can go to our webpage on uh on facebook and check out some of their some of the gear they got they got some hats shirts uh beer bombs oils um all kind of things cooler things but that is www.wwbarbershop.com Again, www.wwbarbershot.com. Ran, operated, and he works out of there, man. My guy, Wally Holt. Much love. Uh, that's my family, man. Love that. Love that dude. And uh, also, uh, gotta gotta give a shout out to my other family, man. TriStar Marketing Solutions, and that, that is John Wiser, man. One of the best fucking dudes. That's my family. And he he is one of my close friends as well. He's just uh, great people, and he what he does is he boosts your business, small or or big business. They they will boost your businesses. They they will they will get um uh, keep you know let, keep you in touch with the views, your web page, uh, how how your status is doing. Uh, ways to create better revenue, uh, bigger revenue, I mean, just just everything. And that's why it's called Marketing Solutions, because they do, they they solve the problem of marketing, they, t- they take care of all that shit, man. And you can go check them out at www.tristarmarketingsolutions.net or www.tristarmarketingsolutions.com and again just his name is john Wiser. give him a holler you can also check him out on facebook tristar marketing solutions again t-r-i marketing solutions and also if you're looking for a good fucking home a good home that you can get in without all the bullshit <clears throat> uh Wiser Choice Realty, check them out, and it is ran and by my 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 family, Car Car, Carla Wiser, uh, amazing woman, uh, great great person, love her to death, and she is a great a fantastic realtor, and will get you in your dream home and cut out all the bullshit to get you into that dream home that you and your family deserve. So definitely go check them. Go check her out. Uh, but yeah, man. Other than that, uh, that's kind of that's, that's kind of it. Uh, we kind of went over everything. I'm really gonna really gonna hit this again, honestly. Oh, yeah. Also, go. our album is still out. It's T-Shon and Track Bastard. Uh, and we have Concrete or Lead is one of the albums. The other album is uh, Mentally Ill. And we're on all platforms worldwide. You can go check it out. But, again, it's, uh, it's T-Shon and Track Bastard. T-Shon, T-S-H-O-N. And or the and sign, the word and or the and sign, track bastard, t r a c k b a s t a r d, and definitely some good, real good, feel good music. And yeah, man, we appreciate the download, the streams, uh, and yeah, man, much love. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead, like I said, man, having a, have a kind of a rough day, just uh, you know. The mental mental health stuff you know it, it does fuck with you you know you have your good days your bad days but today's kind of a off day you know wife's out of town uh here by myself don't don't really do you know too well by myself uh but because my mind wanders a lot so that's why i gotta watch a lot of fucking movies uh but uh guys thank you for chiming in man and uh or, or you know coming in and listening uh, I will be posting this, so it will be available for download. Uh, again, the movie is Fright Night, 1988, Fright Night 2, uh, and it is the true sequel of the original Fright Night. So, definitely check it out. And you can watch it for free on YouTube. And you heard it from your boy t Sean at the Horror Movie Hood Review first. So, go check it out this weekend. And, yeah, man, guys, have a great weekend. Uh, stay safe cuz it's crazy ass fucking world man it's it's there it's wild so be safe man watch some a lot of horror movies you know smoke some fucking weed relax have a good time and till next time it'll be in 2 weeks we'll see y'all two Fridays from now and you got to tune in to find out what or go to the webpage to find out what we're gonna be reviewing. So, uh yeah, man, from from me, uh, my homeboy B, Track Bastard, uh my producer Chris, and the rest of the horror movie fam- hard uh, movie hood review family, wanna say much love and as always, peace.